Your Daily Scholarship is brought to you by Mentoro, a personalized financial coaching program designed with you in mind. Learn more at MyMentoro.com. This is Dave, the Scholarship Coach, with Your Daily Scholarship for Sunday, February 25th, and today I am joined by Danny Kofke. After being an elementary school teacher for 18 years, Danny recently left the classroom to work with Mentoro, a financial education company. His love of teaching and personal finance led him to write five personal finance books, including The Wealthy Teacher, Lessons for Prospering on a School Teacher's Salary. Danny has an everyday approach to handling money and has led him to appear on numerous television shows, including Fox and Friends, The CBS Early Show, CNN's Newsroom, The 700 Club, and The Clark Howard Show. And he's been interviewed on over 600 radio shows and featured in a number of publications, including USA Today, The Wall Street Journal, Money Magazine, and more. Danny likes to show others that if this former school teacher can do well financially, that you can too. Danny, that is an amazing bio, so I'm super honored to have you on my little podcast if you've been on such great shows before. Uh, thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, it's, uh, been in the right place, right time, been very fortunate uh, over the years. But yeah, just excited to be on and hopefully, you know, help your listeners. Well, that's awesome. Well, um, you mentioned, or I mentioned in your bio that you are now working with a company called Mentoro. Can you just tell us a little bit about what that company is, what they do, and, and what your role is? Right. So we are a financial education company. Um, you know, the catch word now is financial wellness, but probably the hard part with financial wellness, it's uh, for a lot of companies, it's just that checkbox where they just kind of provide little things, a one size fits all that uh, that doesn't really work. I mean, we look around right now, what, 60 some percent live paycheck to paycheck, how many aren't saving for retirement? So obviously the, the traditional way financial wellness works uh, isn't resonating with many. Um, so we take kind of a different approach. We use what we call money mentors and kind of walk people through their financial journey. So, you know, you may meet with someone that like with you trying to save for their kid's college. Or we may we have members that don't have any kids and they're struggling to get out of debt. Or maybe you're you know at the end of your career and you're looking to have an estate plan. So all sorts of things of what financial uh, wellness can be. So we use our money mentors to help meet our individuals where they are and just help them achieve what their financial goals may be. And you know my kind of role, I do a motivational speaking for the company when we have kickoff events write most of the content, host a podcast. So just all sorts of just kind of fitting in where, wherever I can just uh, to hopefully uh, use some of the information I've acquired over the course of my career and just help others. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today is that um, I think you're a great person to talk about how parents can best save and plan for college for their kids. And I think you also have a personal story about that. So can we just jump into it? What What are some some ways that people can plan and save for their kids' college? I mean, obviously, uh, up front, uh, of course, and most of us have heard is, you know, a 529 plan. But mm -hmm. I, yeah, and I'll even share my story, I kind of took a different approach. So a lot of times, and this is where I kind of look at the whole financial picture, um, I've met with people that they're really, really, you know, intent on saving for their kids' college, yet they're not saving anything for themselves. And, mm. you know, for me, I don't want my kids, I have two daughters, so I don't want either one to accumulate any college debt. I want them to graduate, hopefully debt-free, but there is a thing called a student loan, so I don't want them to have it, but there is. There's no such thing called a retirement loan. So right. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they just invest so much in their kids. And there's it, that's not there's nothing wrong with that. If you have kids, you know, we will do anything for them. But if you neglect to save for yourself, then what's going to happen? And I kind of look at it in my own case, like I never want to be a burden, uh, two dollars on Ava or Ella. So if I don't properly save for myself, 
I could do all the right things for them. I get to be 70 years old. And if I have nothing, guess what? Knocking on their door. Hey, kids, I need to live with you. Dad's going to move in the basement. I mean, maybe not that extreme, but that's kind of where I look at it that yeah. Tracy, my wife and I, we took a care of our financial house first. And then the kids kind of came secondly. So we're still able, obviously, to provide them for them and things like that. But we made sure our needs were taken care of first so that we wouldn't be a burden on them later on down the road. That's awesome. I think that's great. Yeah, we, um, you know, people who are going to be listening to this are probably planners um, like like the two of us. And um, yeah, you can get a little myopic thinking about just your kids. And that's a great point that we don't want to be a burden um, at the you know tail end of, of our lives. Um, you know, we might have set them up to, to graduate debt free. But if we have to live in the kid's basement, that's that's not really a great, great way to go either. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I mean, they love me, but, you know, I don't know if they want me as a roommate. So. <laughs> yeah, yep. Well, um, let's look at somebody maybe on the, the slightly opposite end of the spectrum. What Do you have any advice for parents who might have not saved for their kids' college and colleges, you know, maybe this this fall or, or you know, a year or two away? Correct. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of where we fell into it. Uh, my plan in life uh, was to have no debt by the time. So Ava now is 19. She's a sophomore in college and Ella, my other daughter, is in 11th grade. So a couple of years she'll be going. But our goal, and we were on track. Life happened. My dad had a stroke, moved in with him, sold her. I mean, a long story, ended up passing away. So just crazy. But like we were on track to have no debt. Even the mortgage was going to be paid off by the time Ava entered college. So that was kind of my goal is here we are back again, taking care of ourselves in a way first, having mm -hmm. no mortgage debt. I mean, then we would have somewhere to live the rest of our lives and not have to move anywhere else. But then yeah. just cash flowing college. So that was one of the ways that we used. But I, I think, you know, for anyone, like if you are late to the game, no matter what kind of savings you're doing, I mean, you know, they say the, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. So just start somewhere and do mm -hmm. the best you can to minimize all those expenses. Um, with our, our children, we don't want them once again to have college loan debt. So we look at all options. We're able right now, my daughter, uh, Ava, goes to University of Georgia. It's about 45 minutes from us. So she could live at home if, if we needed, but we're able to pay for, for the room and board. So we're like, no, you can live down there. We're able to provide. But if we weren't able to, we would have to look at some alternate routes of being able to do so. So I think sure. just, that's the thing, like in any form of savings in your financial picture, you just have to look at all areas and just see, okay, I may have to cut here, may have to add there, whatever it may be, just to make it make sense for you. Yeah, yep, absolutely. There's, like you said, there are always unexpected things that come up. And um, no matter how, how good of planners we are, we could be blindsided by lots of things. Yes. Um, kind of speaking of that, so we're, you know, we're both parents of college students. Um, have there been any surprise expenses for college for your daughter that you just didn't think about before she, she got there? Uh, really, it's it's. I would say more of like the living expenses per se, like the the, okay. the food. Um, so first year, so here in Georgia, it she has a scholarship. It pays for her entire tuition. So luckily enough, she has awesome. good grades. Has a even right now in high school had a above a 4.0. Now I think even in college she may have like a 3.8. So doing really well. So that's paid for, but. First year in a dorm, obviously. And that was more expensive. The meal plan, honestly. And it was like, oh my Lord, this meal plan. And then, you know, for us, I'm like, let's just do it the first semester and see. She wasn't eating, taking advantage of what we were paying for the meal plan. Yep. So I'm like, you know what? No, 
don't need a meal plan the second semester. We'll just give you money every week. You can go to the grocery store, buy your groceries, cook it, whatever, even fast food. I mean, she's good enough. She orders a pizza and it lasts three days. So, I mean, it's like, it's cheaper, not the most nutrition, but you know what, when you're 19, we're not worrying about nutrition right now. We're worried about the money. Um, yeah. yeah. But I think that's probably honestly what surprised me the most was the cost of that meal plan. At first I was like, wow, what are they feeding these kids? It wasn't what I was in college. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, that's a pretty similar experience for us too. The school where my son attends, um, they are required to live in the dorm all four years and uh, required to have the meal plan all four years. Okay. And yes, that meal plan um, is not cheap. Now, thankfully, scholarships have covered literally everything that, that he's been required to pay for. But I will say he does not always, he definitely does not enjoy that meal plan. And therefore, he's he's going out to eat um, more than than I would probably like. And definitely, sure. that's been an expense that we, right. we really didn't think about. So, yeah. Well, you have to look at it. And that, that's what I thought as a parent. Oh, the meal plan, you're covered. But it's almost, it's kind of like a, a, a cruise ship, right? At first, it's like, oh, this is great. Then after about the fifth or sixth day, you're like, oh, it's the same old, like, it sounds <laughs> great, like something for everyone. So I kind of understand, too, of like, okay, why it doesn't appeal to you all the time. Because I've been been there, done that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And yeah, I've eaten in one of the places uh, on campus and I probably wouldn't want to eat there every day. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so you have talked about that you, you, you know, you were, you planned and you wanted to ensure that your, your kids didn't get saddled with student loans, but um, you know, for, for parents and students who may not have other options, what are some of the implications for students and for parents when it comes to student loans? Definitely. It's just, I look at it, especially from the student's point of view, um, you think if you go to college, let's say it's hopefully four years, you graduate, I mean, right when you get a job, you already owe someone money before you've even started working. So you can't even count on that paycheck, that full thing. And we just look around right now, the price of housing, the price of food, the price of everything has gone up. I, I think it's going to be difficult enough for some of these kids graduating right now to, to even find a, an affordable rent, a place to rent. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to have a student loan debt on top of that because they probably will have to live at home. And, and that's fine. And, you know, for me, I will say, not that I'm expecting it, but I'm open to the mind that even after both of my girls graduate, they may have to move back home for a while. And I'm okay with that because, I mean, I think when, when my wife and I graduated, our first home, we were both teachers, cost $89,000. And it wasn't, I mean, it was a decent house. Where are you going to find an $89,000 home? Anymore? And you can't. And I think that's where the, the troubling part is now for a lot of kids graduating college. The cost of life has gone up so much that yeah. you really have to have one of those careers that you're making a lot of money right off the start to put a down payment on a home or whatever it may be. So I think just not having that student loan debt to start off your career I think is just a big, big benefit. And then that way, all the money you earn can be going towards your goals. You're not paying on something that you took four years ago, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you just looked at it like a foot race, having student loan debt puts you behind the starting line. Absolutely. It's, yeah, yep. Right. Yeah, and then, you know, I look at once again, the whole overall whole financial picture, and it shows with the magic of compound interest, if you start saving, investing at say 24, you can stop by the time you're 35. And that someone else can started at 35 can invest the same amount until they turn 65. And you're still going to have more. So that's where if you have student loan debt, you may not be able to contribute to that workplace retirement right. savings plan or whatever. And then you're behind in your retirement savings because you're paying on a debt. So just a lot. 
you know, I, I know some people have to get it. And I'm not saying my wife was one that did have to graduate with student loan debt. Yeah. But then I would say, try to tackle that as fast as you can. So if you do graduate, you have that debt, make extra payments on it if you can. When you're young, hopefully you have more energy, work some side jobs. In addition mm -hmm. to your career, do some things on the week, whatever it may be to get that additional income and put it on top of your normal student loan debt. And that way you can pay it off quicker. Yep. That's awesome. Great, great advice. Well, Danny, um, I want, one thing I definitely want you to mention when I ask you this question is your podcast, but um, for people who'd like to get in touch with you and, and work with you, how can they do that? Definitely. So um, if you go to mymentoro.com, it's the way you can get started. Uh, we have so many resources on our site. Uh, we, we have what we call bite-sized learning courses, and we have one on college savings. So just quick little things that you can take time to read and, and learn more and educate yourself. Well, like you mentioned, we have a podcast called Run With The Bulls. So that comes out every other week and just all sorts of different fun financial topics. Try to keep it in a lighthearted way. A lot of people, I mean, finances are serious, but I think a lot of people get scared. They get depressed. They throw in the, the towel, wave the flag. I can't do it. So we just try to take a fun approach and look at it and just empower people and say, hey, yes, it can be difficult. You're going to have to maybe change some things, but it's not as complicated as a lot of people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, bottom line, when it comes to money, save more <laughs> or spend less than you earn. That's all you have to do, right? It's so there easy on paper. But then that little thing called life gets in the way. So, uh, but basically at Mentor, that's what we just try to meet people where they are and just try to, you know, navigate through life's different um, circumstances. That's great. Well, I uh, definitely want to second uh, your podcast. Uh, I was just listening to an episode right before we re recorded this and um, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot and highly recommend it's run with the bulls. Thank you. Yep. Well, Danny, thanks again so much for coming on the show. Appreciate it and um, look forward to potentially having you on again in the future. Yeah, I'd love it, Dave. Thanks so much for having me on. Great. Thank you. I'm very happy to announce that I'm now one of Mentoro's mentors, helping members understand the role that scholarships play in paying for college. To celebrate, I have a special offer. Enjoy a 20% discount on a My Mentoro subscription. Use discount code MM, as in My Mentoro, 2024 Dave P. D-A-V-E-P as in Paul at checkout.